Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piorski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, 2A views conservative news craig uh it's uh it's been a long week and a long couple of days how was your how was your hump day how was your hump day uh my hump day was uh well quite phenomenal i might add uh had a uh missed you but you know i made it through the day i know it's tough i know you called me afterwards you couldn't go to sleep without hearing my voice you said that was very polite of you um but uh i got stuck at work and uh, it's just, you know, one of those, I was humping my way through the, through the work week, you know. <laughs> I hear you, sir. I hear you. Hey, do me a favor, because you seem to be, you might you seem like you're a wee bit low, your, your microphone level. If you could turn yourself up a little bit, that way our listeners will be able to fully enjoy the, uh, the soft tones of Mike Pilowarski. Are you sure it's, you sure it's not your ears? I know your ears are sometimes, you, get, you got them old ears on you, them AARP what? ears. Well, see, I hear you just fine. The The difference is I'm looking at my soundometer. And on oh. the soundometer, I seem to be louder than you. So I just, you know. That's a, folks, that's an, that's an industry term, too, an official industry technical term, the soundometer. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them espers right there, right there. <laughs> I know just enough technology to crash the show. Yep. Yep, yep. You know what? I was I was watching something the other day, and it uh, said, "Remember when you were young and old people couldn't operate all the new newest technologies today? Well, 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 that's us now. You know, something new comes out, and we're like, what? No, I'm not learning that. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not learning that. My my capacity to learn has ended. I wish it could be like that, man. But it's especially doing what we do. It's like you constantly have to be learning the new technology, and it used to be the technology would last for a while." No, in a month or so, there will be a new version, and the new version will be far more complicated than the current version. Yeah, and I think you know who keeps us on trend with that is uh, is is Macs and Apples and stuff like that because they're sending down updates like, "Oh, we got you know new version seventy two point six point nine. Download it tonight while you sleep." <laughs> uh, okay, all I have to do is sleep to download it. Okay, sure. <laughs> Fine, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Mike. Hey, let's get into the program. But before we do, go ahead and uh, give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Michelle, let's say hi to our good friends over at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. You got yourself an AR in the past five years, probably got one of their barrels and you don't even know it. Now you can buy direct from them for your next build or to rebarrel your current rifle. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can get involved in California's future today. Go to the California Republican Assembly. You want some awesome field gear, some tactical gear, some hunting gear, cold weather gear, walking gear? Go to uscombatgear.com and you get the best gear available. That's uscombatgear.com. And of course, it's probably too late, probably too late right now to get yourself a, a hog holster for Valentine's Day, but still plenty of time to get one for St. Patrick's Day. So get your St. Patrick's Day holsters from hog holsters h-a-w-g holsters.com that's h-a-w-g holsters.com and let me, let me clarify it's not a saint patrick's themed holster 
you could just get one before St. Patrick's Day. Let's be sure on that. I don't need, I don't need John calling us going, what do you mean we got St. Patrick's holsters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this that's hilarious. Well, you know, folks, look, there's always the point is there's always a reason to buy a holster. We can find, I don't care if it's Groundhog's Day, Valentine's Day, uh, St. Patrick's Day, Flag Day, uh, you know, Juneteenth. Kwanzaa, you name it. We'll find a re- There's always a reason to get a new holster. Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us. Gotta love it. There's always a reason. So do do us a favor, man. Check out all of our sponsors, all right? The link uh, to each one of their websites is in the description to this program. So it's real simple. We made it real simple for you. All you gotta do is click and go there. And uh, when you do, make sure you let them know that it was the guys over at The Rundown that sent you. Also, make sure to like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. Folks, there's tons of different ways that you can partake of the program. Uh, we don't care how you partake. We just care that you partake. So partake and encourage your friends to partake as well. Like, share, subscribe. All right. We'll now get into our news stories. And we're going to start from the very beginning here. Now, uh, Joe Biden is, well... I don't know, senile just does not even be, well, senile or dishonest and or dishonest, just those are probably the two things that describe Joe Biden the most. And the reason why I say that is because it's been made very clear by uh, by by the leadership, uh, with by Republican leadership in uh, the House of Representatives uh, that uh, we are not, that not we, when I say we, Republicans are not looking to and Social Security or uh, or Medicare. Now, th- that's not to say that it's not uh, something we need to take a look at, uh, at least in terms of making sure that it's still solvent, but they've made it very clear, in particular when it comes to these negotiations over the debt ceiling, uh, that those, those are not on the table. They're clearly not on the table. Every single outlet that they've gone to. In fact, at the State of the Union address, when the president brought it up, uh, they made they made it a point to uh, to boo him. Uh, they made it a point to heckle him and clarify. Yet yeah, no, you're lying. Uh, and he was like, okay, well, great. It looks like we have some consensus. But yet and still, the President Biden. And I want you to note the date on there. It says February 9th, right? February 9th is today, right? It's say even even here, the White House is warning or is saying. That the president, as uh, in this case, uh, as he visits Tampa uh, today, will be saying that Republicans in Congress are trying to undermine Medicare and Social Security. That they're trying to take it down. They're trying to end it. And you, you know, Mike, the thing that gets me about this is is that it's it's just now gotten to the point where we know he knows better. Now he is just flat out lying because obviously the truth is not working for him. Do you have any, do you have any video of them uh, them booing him by chance? Uh, let me see. Let me that? see if I can. Let me see if I can pull some up here real quick. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh, you, you know, um, he's he's uh, he's continue he continues to lie, Craig. And this is this is clear. And I know you say he's knowingly lying, but is that true? Do, do you really think he's knowingly lying? Do you think this is just what the handlers are feeding him, and he's reading from the uh, from the cards or from the prompter? Uh, you know this. I don't know that he knows he's lying. I, I, I really don't at this point. Um, it's it's clearly a lie, you know. And, and how many times do you have to clarify that it's not a lie? That hey, 
Um, not, not true, buddy. Not true. And I, and I, I know this, this rolls right into the, the second story here of uh, heckling at, this, at the State of the Union. Um, you, you know, at, at what point do you, do you draw the line and allow him to, to say that you're lying with, without there being some form of repercussion? And, I, and I'm Craig. I'm curious. I, I want to hear what what your belief is. What you, what you think? You know, as as being an elected official yourself, what you think of of heckling during uh, the state of the start of the state of the union? I'm curious to see what uh, what your response is to that. So here here's what I'll say. My my position on the heckling during during things like the state of the union. Um, First off, I've been in situations, being a Republican in a overwhelmingly Democrat state, I've been in situations where the party in power, and that's what we'll call them right now, the party in power has uh, it has control of the microphone. And used to, it used to be that when the other party was in the room, when someone was there, you know, when you were there to be able to refute them, that, you know, they would at least kind of shade, if they're going to lie on you, they're at least going to kind of, shade the lie that it's you know they're not just gonna blatantly flat out lie on you well now in, in instances like this you have the president of the united states who's utilizing the platform of the state of the union which is supposed to be about talking about the status of the nation not about not about about uh denigrating your political opponents but he's literally using it to lie and he's lying on people flat out lying and so when you do that, when they have the control of the microphone, you know, you got to be able to step up. And sometimes you just got to say, no, sorry, no, you're lying. You are flat out lying and you know you're lying. Um, I Forget decorum. I, 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 some, there are times when I agree with kind of how they do parliament. <laughs> you know, that's what it actually reminded me of, how they do a British parliament where people are like, no, no, forget that. No, you don't. you don't get to lie on people like that and by the way I, I i've got the the video here uploaded if you want to watch if you still want to watch it the yeah the let's, let's show, show, show that there let's show that. all right here it is some of my republican friends want to take the economy hostage i get it unless i agree to their economic plans all of you at home should know what those plans are instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share some republicans some republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Folks. So what gets me about that is, is like, so what if a Republican president in the middle of the State of the Union address brought up one idea brought up by, raised by one 
Democrat member of Congress, right? Like defunding the police. Yeah. yeah. They would lose they they would lose their minds. Yeah, absolutely they would. They absolutely would. Um and and it's uh, we know the double standard, you know, Craig, we all understand that that uh, Democrats are going to be right no matter what, whether they're in the right or the wrong, the left or the right, they're always going to be correct. Um that's just their they're always the victim, right? How about that? Let's say that they're always, they always get to play the part of the victim when you talk to them. Um, you know what? What you just saw there is uh, on, the, on the video. You know, Craig, I'm, I'm all for uh, you know the Roberts Rules of Orders, uh, keeping decorum and everything else. But th- this is not a uh, this is this is not an actual uh, uh, you know a governing body performing any government action other than the president giving you his State of the Union. Do I want to see this? You know, during debate on the floor, no, I don't. You know, whether whether it's for the House or the Senate, you know, those are that's actual. That's where governing is taking place. Uh, I guess is what I'm trying to say. The State of the Union has has shifted from here's what's going on to it's now my new campaign speech. All right, it's it's what we have planned for you. And when you start bringing the other party into it, we want to do this, but the other party wants to do that. You're no longer giving the State of the Union. You've moved on to a campaign-style speech. And at that point, I have no problem with the other party being called out, giving their response. Well, exactly. And, you know, the, the difference when you're debating on the floor is, is that the other side, I mean, you, you the other side is given an opportunity to... Uh, yes to respond, right? In other words, it's a yeah. back and forth. That's what's why it's called a debate. But when you are giving us, once again, when you are giving a speech like that, and, and I understand disagreements in policy, what I disagree with here is out and outright mischaracterization uh, of the yes. other party. And, and at that point, you, I'm sorry, you have to respond. And, and uh, you know, once again, I've been in situations where I'm lobbying for the California legislature. I get two minutes Two minutes. And there's only really two of us on our entire side of the argument that are given the opportunity yeah. to speak. We're given two minutes. Uh, and then you see members of the of the uh the the dead well, the Democratic Party flat out lie and tell untruths from the dais, right? In the midst of that debate. They but guess what? I've already had my two minutes, so I don't get to say anything else. I don't get to point out how they have just flat out lied. All right, or at least at the very least, okay. Let me let me be let me be a little more polite. Misrepresented the truth or the facts, right? Well, those are called lies. Okay, <laughs> when you knowingly do it, it's referred to as a lie. But I'm going to say that there are times in which they don't know, and 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 they don't know because well, they're ignorant and they they're willfully ignorant. They've chosen to be ignorant. In some cases, they've seen the truth and they still refuse to acknowledge it. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. Right now, Agreed. Mike. Now this this whole thing, everything that occurred, has led to some debate in Republican circles, right? Even in Republican circles, over whether or not the heckling actually actually hurt Republicans. And and, and I gotta say, uh, I don't believe I don't believe that it did. I think for people who don't like Republicans, guess what? They already don't. They already didn't like Republicans. They're not going to like Republicans. Uh, and this is just another reason in their minds for them not to like Republicans. So did it hurt? I don't think it did. Uh, in particular, when you realize how what actually has come of it, which is a full-throated recognition that Republicans aren't going to touch Social Security 
and Medicare, at least not in uh, not in this discussion. Yeah, you know, did did it hurt? And I, I know we kind of I kind of went into this a couple moments ago. Um, again, personal belief is it's, it didn't happen during the governing. Right there, there was no debate on the floor. There was no vote going on. Uh, the State of the Union was no longer being treated as the State of the Union by Joe Biden. It was now a campaign speech. He was not giving the State of the Union or his plan. He was laying blame and lying. Right, and at that point, I believe it's okay. We we haven't entered the House of Commons or the House of Lords style, uh, 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 you know. Uh, back and forth um i think this is okay here um and and before i was gonna i was just gonna you know, yell at the gop for you know get back to work but um take the moment to understand when this happened once you understand when this happened you should see no issue with this move on why is this a story well so here's some of the quotes from some of the republican members and, and then this is a committee so here you have the, the, this first quote. Now, I'll just read, I'll just go through this. It says, he started off, I thought, wonderfully. But then uh, you can't stand up there and blatantly lie. Representative Lisa McLean, Republican from Michigan, said, so as much as I wish we had more decorum, okay, you're, you are instigating that behavior. So it starts with the leader. Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, also put the blame on Biden. The president was trying to goad the members, and the members are passionate about it, McCarthy said on Fox News Wednesday morning. But the one thing the president was saying was something that he knew was not true. And I, and I think, here's the thing, and here's the, the point of decorum. When you lie, you you that's the that was the first assault on on the decorum of the event when he lied and uh that prompted i mean i'd say this but you know once once you drag once you go out of bounds once you take the game the, the battle out of bounds it's now out of bounds right you don't get to complain that you hit a guy out of you know you, you get to hit a guy out of bounds and he hits you back you don't get to complain Yeah, again, I don't even know why the, their comments are important. I, I just, I think, you know, but like you said, Craig, it started with his lies. Did it happen during a governing session? No. Move on. Let's 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 move on. There you go. There you go. Yep. Well, I just, I, once again, I think that the important thing is is that understanding that there there is a uh, the media oh, yeah, has yeah, to yeah, start look, calling this guy out for yeah, blatant lies. And, and what I have noticed is some of the fact checking they have actually started pointing out that. Yeah, no, no, that that wasn't necessarily true. No, yeah, let, let's let's be clear, Craig. Or what I'm saying, I'm not saying let's you know let's move on from the, the, the story and be done with this. Right. But it's this is the media making an issue of the Republicans' response right. to there. This is not the Republicans making a response. I don't right. think the Republicans need to even comment. They should their comments should be like, "What are you kidding? You're not seeing what's going on here." You know, that should be it. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, moving right along. Uh, now, this is an interesting story because we have dealt with this. I dealt with this uh, this issue when I was with the Firearms Policy Coalition when I was their lobbyist. And that is in, this, in the case of, oh, wait, wrong story. I got the Black History Month story up. Where is the, there it is right there, bam. Okay, in the state of Iowa, you had a student who was suspended. This is a high school student who was suspended over a Second Amendment t-shirt. And here, I'll just read a little bit of the story to you. It says an Iowa high schooler was has filed a federal lawsuit alleging that her school district 
and civics teacher violated her First Amendment rights by suspending her for wearing a pro-Second Amendment t-shirt in class, a case that would one day have far-reaching implications for students across the country. In the complaint, which is the topic of today's Bearing Arms, uh, Cam and uh, and Cam and Company, the student identified her initials AB, alleges that just two days after discussing the student's right to free speech in class, teacher Thomas removed her from class and suspended her for wearing a t-shirt promoting the Second Amendment, claiming it was inappropriate. Now, we had an issue with FPC where someone wore the uh, wore a FPC shirt uh, that was it actually was right here in our neighboring state of, of Nevada. And we wound up uh, we wound up basically writing a letter to the to the school district and letting them know exactly why uh, they were wrong. And before we could even get the lawsuit filed, they they dropped it and apologized. <laughs> um, the fact is, is that and this just goes in line with other stuff. <clears throat> when you are advocating on behalf, when you believe in or when you choose to exercise your Second Amendment rights, in the eyes of many, your other rights then become suspect, including, in this case, your right to free speech. Yeah, you know, Craig, this is a, this is a case that I, I think is also a little, little, a little mislabeled, not by you, but by the original of the, the story here. This, this is not really a Second Amendment case, is it? This is, a, this is a First Amendment case that happens to deal with one of the other amendments. Obviously, it's a hot-button amendment issue, and we know that that's the reason this... Uh, this this teacher pulled the, the the student wearing this shirt out of class, but he did so under the guise of, of, of First Amendment restrictions, saying that as a teacher, he's allowed to make those judgment calls for First Amendment restrictions. The other thing to clarify was this was not a T-shirt of the 27 words of just the Second Amendment. OK, and I thought, how could they ban this young child? from wearing the Second Amendment, my response would be to come back tomorrow with the, the whole Bill of Rights on the back of my shirt, you know, perhaps the Constitution on some long sleeves, whatever it takes. But it was it wasn't it was not that it was the shirt said and, and I believe it said, yeah, what part of shall not be infringed? Do you not understand? Craig, that's not the Second Amendment. OK, and, and that 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 is a uh, that is a political statement that still should be covered by the First Amendment. But for clarity's sake, that's not the Second Amendment, and that's what this this story was portrayed as. Um, the so and again, just facts are important, folks. Facts are important before making decisions. Uh, should this shirt have been banned and the student have been banned? Um, uh, I, I don't know. It that that's clearly political speech. I agree with you, Craig, that it, it is an absolute right, um, but that's not how it's phrased on this shirt. This shirt phrases it as if it's a political question. And if the teacher doesn't want political statements being made in his, on T-shirts in his class, does he have the right to take to ban that shirt? And that's the question. Right. That's the question, right? Well, it's not so, whether so no, no. Here, so first of all, here's the point. Number one, it, it's talking about a right. And I don't think any nobody was insinuating that the shirt only had written on it the Second Amendment. Nobody nobody was insinuating that. So if, if that's how you took it, uh, I, I think you, yeah, no. That's, not, that's not even how it was insinuated. Was, uh, the second the thing, and the very fact that they included a, an image of the T-shirt in the story. Now, what's what's stated here is a statement of rights. What part of the second? What part of shall not be infringed? Do you not understand? Is that a political a statement? It, yeah, it's a political statement. But but Mike, the thing is, is that if they don't allow any, it, it's one thing to say. Well, here here's the issue. 
if there was something about we need to we need to you know you know we need to end gun violence that's a political statement if you allow that shirt but you don't allow this shirt well see you the the point is is either you are you allow political statements or you don't if you don't allow political statements, then you don't allow any political statements. But you don't get to pick and choose which political statements you're going to allow. But don't teachers get the authority to pick Actually, and choose no, what they, they allow? Actually, no, they don't. And, 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 well, and, that, and that's the point, right? That's the point of right. this. That's why it's going to loss. Because different school districts, I understand you you are one of the grand poobahs at your, pool, your school district there. Mm-hmm. But in other school districts, it may not be the same. Well, th- that is true. But once again, if a district has a policy that violates the First Amendment rights uh, of students, uh, th- you know, they're going to have to go to court and they're going to wi- they're going to wind up eventually either either the courts are going to uphold their policy, saying that they have a right to that. Uh, in this case, they're saying it's, quote unquote, offensive. I don't see what is offensive about this particular shirt, uh, except that uh well, you're referring to the fact that the person might be intellectually challenged because they don't understand, you know, a basic sentence, a basic phrase. Correct, correct, correct. And and, and again, listen, this article and even the way we framed it here on, uh, on on our headings here on our titles, we said a Second Amendment T-shirt. We we, we did not say a Second Amendment issue t-shirt you it, know? okay it, so it, ne- it, next time i next time i will go with the longer title a pro second I'm amendment t-shirt I'm not you. I'm not, craig i'm not blaming you yeah you copied exactly like it is from the title of the article right and and if people are only looking for clickbait they're going to pass by that and say and again not you we, mm-hmm. we know what we're doing here uh, right but even that article there says a second amendment t-shirt to me i think that's a that's the T-shirt with twenty-seven words on it. You know oh. that when, when I hear what I yeah, hear that. I didn't um, I didn't take it that way because I know how headlines are. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe just I know how headlines are, so I know I know it wasn't a it wasn't ju- or it could have been just a Second Amendment, but I knew that it was a, a T-shirt that was supporting the Second Amendment. Yes, and I knew it was. I knew it was going to be supporting the Second Amendment. But again, that's that's what this comes down to. And, I, and, and folks, don't you agree, understand? We're not we're not disagreeing on this. I think we're, no, we're not. We're, we're, what we're saying is, um, uh, you know, what's what's up for what's up for debate is can the teacher restrict uh, political statements in class and to what extent? And that's what we're going to end up finding out with this lawsuit. Well, and I and I once again, I think what we're going to wind up finding is is there's going to be one of two things that's going to come out of this. Either they're going to say that they. That that they if they say that they they're either going to say they don't have a right to limit political speech, or if they say if they do, then it's going to become a question of are they allowed to be selective? Do they do they get to pick political statements that they allow and political statements that they don't allow or perspectives, right? And I think either way, I think that in the end, uh, this is going to wind up becoming an issue where they're going to lose. Sure. Yeah. Listen, if this had been a, a, you know, a search and seizure question, you know, like, like always tell the cops no, you know, or something like that, you know, whatever, right. whatever it happens to be. Uh, um, it's uh, uh, and then, then there's the opportunity for the teacher to, 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 you know, step in or not. In fact, the teacher, the teacher said um, he told his students that he would not allow students to wear any clothing that depicts guns, alcohol, or any other inappropriate material. Now guns, um, as long as the guns are not in the act of committing a violence, a gun is just a gun. I don't have a picture problem with that. Alcohol, guess what? Uh, alcohol, I, I think I may, I may, Craig, uh, draw the line on the promotion of alcohol with kids under 18 years old. Um, 
and inappropriate material. And there's the kicker, right? Inappropriate material, right? Wasn't it the Supreme Court that said we can't define pornography, but we'll know it when we see it? Right. Well, it's these folks right here. He's trying to say, yeah, a, a, a firearm, which basically a T-shirt that is promoting the exercising of a constitutionally enumerated right is now inappropriate. Nah, I'm not not buying it, bruh. Not buying it. At least not in this case. <laughs> well, again, let, this is this is part of the point. Again, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think this is what it's going to come down to in the court. Is this promoting the exercise of the Second Amendment, or is this a political statement being made to influence others? There's a difference what, between the two. But but once again, as you just stated, his thing is it's inappropriate. It, it's or inappropriate no, because he disagrees with it. It's inappropriate because, because he disagrees with it. If it were something right. promoting the promoting the banning of firearms, he'd be okay with it. Right. Now it's like it says it says a gun. It's got a picture of a gun. I'm just curious. This is going to be an interesting case to follow. Right. This is going to be one of those ones when it finally comes out. It's going to deal with the tiny minutiae and interpretation of, of well, individual words. The, yeah. it, what's going to wind up happening is they're going to wind up settling the case. <laughs> school school districts are not interested in being a part of a case that's going to make its way to the Supreme Court. They're just not. Their their attorneys yeah, will tend it. to side on the air on the side of let's make this go away. Yeah, especially in pro gun Iowa. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one, can school lunch be racist? Uh, now, Mike sent this one to me, and I got to admit, I, I was kind of torn. All right, so here, here's what happened in this particular case. So it's day one of Black History Month. And uh, normally on this day, what they had originally scheduled to have for lunch was they were going to have Philly cheese, Philly cheese steak sandwiches uh, and a mixed assortment of fruit. Well... Instead, Aramark, who provides their school lunch, provided them with chicken and waffles and watermelon for the first day of Black History Month. Now, Mike, I, I love me some Philly cheesesteak, but I also really like chicken and waffles. I'm like, if I were a student, I, I, I'd have been happy for chicken and waffles instead of Philly cheesesteak. But that's, no, no, that's just me. But is that in fact racist? What uh, what school district was this again, Craig? Do you have that story there? Roll just roll that out so we can see what the what school district it was to give the folks an idea. Here we go. It was the students at Nyack Middle Nyack School Middle in New York, upstate New York. Okay. Um, so here's 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 my uh, here, here's my question on this: Is could, could could food be racist, right? That's the question. Could food be racist? Um, now, Craig, I'm sure if you went to, I don't know, what is it, the, the, the cake maker and had to make you a you know a, a black person picking cotton, that would be a piece of racist food. That's yes, clear. But, it would. <laughs> but can the individual food itself be racist? Um, uh, um, you know, uh, Mexican people, uh, um, they, they, we know that they work the the lettuce farms out in California, right? They're they're one of the primary crops. We even heard Nancy Pelosi say this, right? Does that make does that make lettuce racist uh, or, or oppressed? Can can chicken and waffles be uh, a, a racist food? First off, if you try to or, or try to find out the origin of chicken and waffles, there's five or six different you know places uh, fighting for it from from Harlem to Philadelphia to New Orleans that, that all claim that the, they're the creator of the chicken and waffles. Um, 
you know, I don't know if you could create anything by saying, look, I took some two things that existed and put them together. That's, I guess, like, unless you're talking about, you know, like a Reese's peanut butter cup, I guess that would be something different. Um, but so you, you've got the, you got, you got chicken and waffles together. Can that be racist? I, the, the watermelon issue. Listen, I, I'm, I, I love watermelon. I, I don't, I don't, it's I don't know funny because I'm not a particular fan of watermelon. <laughs> I love watermelon. It's a refreshing. It's like, it's like, it's like eating sweet water. It's, it's amazing. It's great stuff. Um, but uh, you know, the comedian, uh, uh, JB smooth, you, you know who he is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he does a, he does a, does a skit. In fact, I think he actually did it on, um, the, uh, the, the special, the TV show, uh, on, uh, on HBO with Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, where he, he, he hides, he had to hide watermelon in his house because he lives with the, the, the white guy, Larry David, um, <laughs> And Larry came home and smelled it and took it out of the trash. And what is this? And JB was denying it and finally had to admit that, yes, he loves watermelon, but he can't eat it around his white friends because otherwise it seems stereotypical. <laughs> so he has to hide his watermelon and have people bring it to the house for him. Um, <laughs> and and, and it, was, it was great to see it in the, in the humor aspect right. of um, can, can food be stereotypical, um, I, I stereotypically racist? And, and, and I, don't, I don't think so. I don't, I'm not making you, you know, pick any racist food and carry it under your arm down the street and, mm -hmm. and say stupid things. It's chicken and waffles. And I really think that the people at Aramark might've been trying to help celebrate, you know, black American month, black history month, and not meaning any harm with it. It's not racist right. food, but if you're telling me in New York that this was created by black people in Harlem and they use it to help celebrate their culture, why not have it on the first day and help them celebrate their culture? I don't, I don't see how these people got in trouble for, racist food on the first day of I, yeah well crazy. exactly and, and the funny part is is that they're, they're they're the big issue as well it separated from the advertised because on the on the menu it said that they were getting philly cheesesteaks which i don't know are they just people just offended that they didn't get the cheesesteak that could be yeah, <laughs> probably the, the kids on the spectrum you know you got the racist yeah. no, no. you, you know it's racist because you can't give people you can't give black people philly cheesesteaks what you're supposed to have cheesesteaks yeah. All right. All right, folks. It's that time today. Once again, it's time for Parting Shots, brought to you by Hog Holsters. That's helping Americans wear guns. Go to hogholsters.com, get your holster today. Just use the discount code The Rundown. All caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. All right. Uh, one of the things that uh, has is a, has been a big part of conversation lately has to do with the IRS and their hiring of eighty seven thousand new revenue agents, and uh, it's funny how there's a severe lack of accountability, right? Except when it comes to the average Joe. Uh, here in this particular meme, you have the Pentagon, you have a general sitting there saying trillions are missing, trillions of dollars are missing. I don't know where it went. Underneath it says nothing happens. Nothing happens. Then you've got uh, the the head of of uh, FTX, uh, who's got his little Democratic uh, Democratic uh, sticker or button on because we know he gave millions of dollars to Democrats. Uh, it says billions are missing. I don't know where it went. Once again, nothing happens. Then you've got the average Joe says six hundred dollars is missing. I don't know where. And then you've got the IRS agent armed <laughs> with a gun to the head of the average Joe saying, find it. And point is this happens, which is interesting. I'm glad they, they included the firearm because you know, 
we know that that happens. We know that that is going to happen because uh, now we know that they are probably the most heavily armed agency, a non-law enforcement agency that's out there. See, that's uh, it's actually kind of bold. I, that that whole uh, that whole meme, that whole picture there is less offensive than I thought it was. When 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 I looked at it, I saw that the uh, the FTX guy was wearing a sticker that said D. It was just the the D, and I thought. Well, that's kind of odd calling out and saying that he likes the D like that. I didn't even <laughs> the Democrat Party. Democrat I, you know, Party. That's their logo. Have you not seen their their big the no, go? You know, the logo is the is is the is the donkey and the elephant. Come on, no, have you dude, ever seen go, the if, Check out their check out their Twitter feed, and that's the image that pops up. The big D. The D. The D like, after their D, name. Throw that D. It's not the letter D. D is what you write after Representative Texas. D Democrat. I, you I'm, don't just, put I'm just telling you, if, if you go, if you check out their Twitter feed, I'm telling you, that's 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 what they got up there. They don't have they don't the have a donkey. They don't have an ass. It's a name, you know. Right. It's, you're 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 putting it after a name, you know. All right. You'd say Craig way, Deleuze R. You wouldn't walk around. You would say Senator Craig I'm, Deleuze, California, with an I'm, R next to it. You wouldn't just wear a big pin that said R. You're 100% correct, but I'm just telling you, that's what's on their Twitter feed. That's all I'm telling you. That, that's what they got. That's yeah. what comes up. Just saying. Well, I thought I thought they were trying to imply something else with that guy. <laughs> I know. Evidently, you did. All right, there's breaking news. For those of you who do not know, uh, according to this meme, this is from Isabella Maria DeLuca. It says, breaking, a new, more dangerous COVID variant has been detected. It's called BS24-7. It attacks common sense and destroys evidence-based medicine. It's spread via the mainstream media, Fauci, and the CDC. Stay safe, every stay safe, everyone. Yeah, that uh, that new covariant has been around for a while. <laughs> I, I heard there is a new COVID variant coming, Craig. You know how you know how it's getting here. How? Well, see, there was there was there was actually a test. There was they were actually doing a test with uh, with COVID to see. Uh, the Chinese were to see how resilient it could be to to tan, to you know withstanding different temperatures and altitudes, but uh-huh. then somebody shot the balloon down that it was in and helped spread it across the eastern United States. <laughs> Oops! Well, there you go. Uh, now, Whoops. they they do have now. Just so you know, there is a fifth booster that is that is out there that should kill this. That supposedly will kill this new variant. The problem is, uh, it has a few side effects. Uh, you you want to describe this one for the folks who are listening? Somebody's caught a seahorse or something, and uh, and 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 took it to the Grammys, and it looks pretty swolled up. And I guess you shouldn't have a fifth booster, booster, so you don't look like a seahorse. Yeah, that's the artist formerly known as Madonna, <laughs> or currently no, known as Madonna, no. uh, formerly passing as human. That looks like. Madonna, if she took steroids for a cold or some sort of lung disease, and now she's all swelled up, and she's also got Cookie Monster's hair. Did you ever see the movie Escape from L.A.? No, no, I I stopped that in New York. I stopped in New York. <laughs> there, there actually was a a part of the movie where you had they they literally they had a. Uh, 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 doctors, they had the the uh, gosh, why all of a sudden now it just pops right out of my head. Uh, plastic surgeon, plastic surgeon, 
And all of the nurses and the plastic surgeons all literally looked just like that. It, except, well, no, no. They looked just like that. It was the oddest look. It was, it was like, ugh. And uh, little did we know that they were foretelling of the future. <laughs> um, you, you know it, what it actually does remind me of, Craig? And I, you could probably pull it up quicker than I can if you look at the, the Madam Puppet. The Madam Puppet. This was a... Popular in the uh, in the eighties and seventies, used to see it on Johnny Carson all the time. The Madam Puppet. Um, so I don't know if you could how quickly you could pull that up while I while I tell our friends about Hitman Industries. Hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. Now you can get yourself rifle and pistol caliber barrels at different lengths. That's what I when I say rifle and pistol calibers, you know what those are, and rifle and pistol lengths. That tell me that's not her, brother. Doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> pretty darn close. Pretty darn close. Yeah, pretty darn close. So rifle pistol calibers, rifle pistol lengths uh, at uh, at hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. We got more? We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going? Uh, no, that was the last Cal- one. Go ahead and right, give a shout out to California our Republican. Here we go. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you could be involved in California's future today. And, of course, if you want some awesome field gear, tactical gear, web gear kind of stuff, get your butts over to uscombatgear.com. Okay. Here's the, I wanted to pull this one up for you. So this is from Escape from L.A. Tell me that's not her. <laughs> oh, the nurse there? The, the nurse there. Kind of looks like a Renee Zellweger kind of person. Kind of looks like Renee Zellweger. Well, that's uh, like the hair. And the, you know. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Anyway, yeah, dude, it's just funny. It's like they they're literally that was from 1996 and that's i guess what they're depicting what uh what uh people are going to look like come uh come 2023 bad bad stuff bad juju anyway folks thank you so much for tuning in once again visit our sponsors follow the links in the description of this program make sure you tell them that the guys over at the rundown sent you we're going to call it a day but we're going to be back tomorrow on feedback friday so uh tune in encourage your friends to tune in And uh, let's have a good conversation. On that note, enjoy the rest of your evening. Take care.